0: Hello and welcome to Huddersfield Town Extra Time. I am pleased to be joined by the ex-sports editor of the Huddersfield Examiner, Mel Booth, and Dave Hartrick, who works for Opta and the Examiner as well. Mel, if I start with you, that was a a comfortable, routine 2-0 home win from Huddersfield Town against Hull City. That's about as pleasing a sentence as you can can have on an early on a Saturday afternoon, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously the the game could have been fraught with problems, but it wasn't really. Um, And Town did enough, efficiently enough, um, to to get the three points, which is all it's about at the end of the day. The 2-0 scoreline didn't particularly flatter them, I didn't think. Um, And, you know, there were odd odd occasions when Hull had uh, decent attacks and, and efforts on goal, but I never really felt that much in danger to be perfectly honest. There were a couple of key moments, Raj, I thought. Uh, The second goal particularly came at exactly the right time from Dwayne Holmes. Uh, Fantastic finish and that just really put the the lid on it because there'd been a a chance just before that um, when I think Tom Lee's made a great block uh, on Lewis Potter to prevent them getting back to uh, to 1-1 to one, one, and the, the second goal just killed it off after that so I thought it was a very good team performance there were some very good bits in there in and among one or two flatter bits but I thought overall it was a decent performance from town and the points are in the bag which is what it's all about
0: well yeah that's all we need lad thanks very much Mel uh, that's uh <laughs> you know, well, oh good in Dave thanks for coming um if we start with the uh, with the first half and the first goal that came really quickly, Dave, it was a scrappy one from a, a corner, a good delivery in from Danel Sanani and Tom Leeds was there to turn it over. I thought at first it might have been an own goal, but it does look as if Tom Leeds with a, the final touch on it. I think that sort of set the tone for the rest of that opening sort of half an hour because Hull didn't really lay a glove on town for, for the rest of that half.
2: No, and I thought before the goal, I thought town were all over them, to be fair. I thought they they play, were playing really, really well, lots of crosses again, which is something that's been a feature of town when they've been good this season, and they were they were good enough, you know, there was certainly no doubt in the fact they were good enough for that that 1-0, they just, they dragged their feet a little bit before half-time, I think they, they'd sort of had a good look at Hull and realised they were reasonably comfortable, and to be fair, it, like... That's one of the performances that me and Stephen Chicken have been sort of asking for for a long time, just a really comfortable keep a team at arm's length, come away with a nice drama 3 2 nil win. That's what Huddersfield Town haven't done enough of for, you know, arguably three years. So I, it, they sort of built on that first half performance as well because they've given themselves the platform to, which again is something that Town haven't always done, to be honest with you. But yeah i i think by option's definition it might be an own goal but i think they've been slightly charitable giving it to tom lee's but exactly right i thought he was man of the match today tom lee so i think he deserves that goal
0: that's yeah he's he's one of those players tom that i think flies slightly under the under the radar because he's seven or eight out of uh, uh, ten every week he's he's dependable and and he's always there he's always fit i know he prides himself on always being available and and that seems to have been the case at his time, at town so far. Dave, was there any point where pre-game you thought this might be a struggle for town because had a few key players away on international duty? You're bedding those players back in, Donnell started today, Sorba started today. They're both away with their international sides, but they didn't really seem to be any sort of you know slow starting or, or you know no. mix up at all. It was straight back to it and. And whatever work they've been doing in the international break himself have worked really well.
2: Yeah. And I think uh, sometimes I think it's a bit of a misnomer anyway, because I think if a player goes away and he's playing for his country, they often come back full of adrenaline. You know, like Sorba Thomas, I would imagine, was, was like a kid on Haribo for most of the week mm-hmm. because he's had, you know, the, the best couple of weeks of his life, really. So, uh, yeah, I, I think. I think if it's going to catch up with them, it's probably the Birmingham game where it's going to catch up with them rather than this game. And I think it was absolutely the right thing to do to, to go with what I think is probably Town's best attacking lineup, barring Josh Coroma on the left. But I think there's reason to rotate with Coroma. And again, you know, Dwayne Holmes came in, and I don't think anybody who watched that game could really say Dwayne Holmes wasn't worth his place. So I thought he was excellent again throughout.
0: Yeah, Mel if we, we discussed Dwayne for a moment. He he's come on in the past couple of games and he's done really well when he has come on, and so he's he's earned that start. Do you think that's a, a good precedent for Carlos to be setting to showing the lads with such competition in the in the squad, if you do play well, if you do impress with the minutes you do get, there is a chance to come into this team.
1: Yeah, indeed. And I think it, it illustrates the fact that of what Carlos has said, I think this season he believes he's got two players at least for every position. And it's not going to weaken the team. Whichever one you select is not going to weaken the team. So Dwayne is one of those players who will fit in certain games today was a the perfect example as Dave just said where he could come in There was he wouldn't have been everyone's selection I'm sure but it was a very good move on the day and he did a lot of good work I mean people will talk about the goal which was a you know a cracking finish cutting in uh, onto his right foot finding that little bit of space and then dispatching it into the corner uh, but he did a lot of good link up work as well a lot of good clearing up and I thought as Dave pointed out Townsend Started really, really well um, with with Thomas and Toffolo giving them giving them space and finding space, uh, giving them you know width and finding space. Um, Jonathan Hogg was very positive early on as well, um, moving the ball forward. He comes in for criticism sometimes for going too square and and too often too back. So. I thought Hoggy was, was was on that positive front foot as well. And Lewis O'Brien, for me, was all over the place as well. A really good performance from a midfield player that helps your team in every single aspect. He's taken a lot of knocks today, but he was here, there and everywhere, helping yeah. set up attacks, but doing the chunk of defensive work as well. Um, and before I move off that, people won't probably talk much about Danny Ward today. Obviously, the goals against... Um, Blackburn in the last match got fantastic centre-forward service and made the most of it. Today, he did the hard graft. He did the real battling for lost causes, knocking defenders about, not giving them easy possession. And and he he did a hell of a job for the team. So he'll probably barely get a mention, but he did a terrific job for the team today as a hold-up number nine. And it allowed other people to do things around him and the team to be more cohesive. So, um, yeah, there there were some very good things in there, Raj.
0: Yeah, I think they're, they're great points, Mel. Um, Dave, Mel's gone through a, a few players, but I think today was all about it being a, a team performance. And on all the, although there were a few players that uh, have obviously had great performances, nobody had a, a bad performance per se. Everybody was was at it. There was a, a cohesiveness about the way they pressed right from the very first minute until the last. Is that one of the, the good things to see about today and take it from today, that even the... The subs that came on, Nabi Sarr, Oli Turton, Scott Hyde, they came in and slotted in straight away. There was never a drop-off. There was there was no no loss at all. And and that's the sort of thing, finishing the day in sixth place in the championship and in the playoffs that town can build on and take forward and, and you know gain confidence from.
2: Yeah, well, it, I mean, it's proof of a few things, really. It's proof of the recruitment drive over the summer. And as Mel mentioned, having that sort of two players for every position that you're comfortable with, it's a, it's a huge difference. And I think the way Carlos Fulbright manages and the way he likes to coach and even the way he likes to train, I think he actually prefers having a bit of a smaller squad. And last season, having a very big bench, I don't think suited him, to be honest with you. I think he's, he's far better sort of having a plan and having been able to drop pieces in and out of that plan as he wants to. And I think that achieving that sort of six out of ten from everybody in the team as a minimum is the thing that Town have really struggled with. There's been extremes of players who played really, really well and extremes of players who've gone through really bad patches where they've struggled. There's never a lack of effort. There is never a lack of effort. But having a sort of collective sort of bottom level of form that you can all reach allows you to win a game like that 2-0 with not it wasn't like it was the sort of barest of effort or anything like that, but that's what you achieve when you can all find a level that you're comfortable with and play with. So I think that is the sort of model of how town wants to go on this season. I don't know if they're going to end up in the playoffs, but playoff teams find ways to just consistently churn out results without, you know, it's not about winning five nil every week it's the two nil wins that add up over the course of the season that make the difference in truth so yeah it's it's very very positive at the moment and having that depth in the squad having a player like scott Hove started the season brilliantly and now he's getting some time on the bench just shows the levels at the moment within the team and that's that's can only be a positive thing
0: yeah mel if we we take that positivity you've and I mean, no disrespect about this. You, you've forgotten more about Huddersfield Town than I'll ever know. I mean, your time covering the, the the team. How how does this team rank with with what you've seen here across the years at town? Obviously, people will immediately think of the, the David Wagner side and things while we're sat in the playoff places. But the the feeling around the club, the atmosphere, the, the positivity as Dave touched on, is is that right up there for you as far as you're concerned?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it, it's a it's a difficult one to answer that Raj because it, it is difficult to compare across time zones and all the rest of it. <laughs> but um, this this t- I think we're still waiting to see is the honest answer. It's that early in the season we've been through three years of real trauma basically, and we're coming back into into something which is more like settled football um, sort of aura really, and this this team. They've certainly got something about them. There's no two ways about that, and there are certain individuals in there who are, are very exciting and look like they could be. You know, the, it was great to see the fans applauding Sober Thomas walking all the way around the outside of the pitch um, when he was when he was brought off and him returning that applause. That was great to see. He's one of the young players who's who's in there doing really well. Um, another player today who probably won't get mentioned for me is, is Lee Nichols, who's you know, what a terrific signing that lad's been. He's made a big, big impact in the early part of the season. We hope that this team can go on and challenge for the playoffs, like other teams have done. Um, the, the Steve Bruce team did back in the day. Pete, under Peter Jackson, they were top of this division as well. So you go back and there have been times when Town have had really good opportunities at the top end of this division and hasn't quite, didn't quite work out, obviously, until David Wagner... Um, worked, work the magic, but you, I think we're waiting to see the best from this team. I think there's much more to come, Raj, and that's very encouraging and exciting after the, the, the two or three seasons that we've endured. Let me rephrase that question and, and put it to you
0: instead, then, Dave, because um, I think, <laughs> think Mel's right about it, it possibly being a bit too early to have that conversation. But is is this the sort of start to a season that? given the position the club had been in the past few years Huddersfield needed to set a tempo and an atmosphere that, that brought the, the fan base and the team back together and, and gave a, a mood about the place that, that we perhaps missed
2: yeah I, the, the thing is I think that I know it's early in the season but there's a quarter of the season gone so you can see Pat, you can see that things aren't happening by accident and the positivity that's there this season, when it, it's it's no secret, I've said on the Town podcast and I've said in a couple of pieces, and I said to people at the time, the good start to last season I would never really bought into because a lot of the fundamental issues within the squad and within the team weren't moving, things weren't changing. They just were picking up some results. What you're seeing this time is Town are earning those wins and they're getting those wins. It's not, you know. They're earning precisely what they should at the moment. Now, a playoff team over the course of the season, I honestly don't know. Because at some point, Town will have a little bit of a sticky patch. I think it's a mad league, as we know. I think there's a few teams that aren't playing up to their potential. I think their very next game is against one of those teams who really should be doing better than they are. So that's a big test. But what you can't deny is the fact that a, the football is more cohesive. They're not. There's the errors aren't there because last season, as Mel knows, we sat and watched players like Naby play really, really well. But then every so often, just switch off, and it always costs out. That isn't happening this season. They've got a goalkeeper who breeds calm into the rest of the back of the defence. They've got Tom Leeds in the centre who breeds calm into those around him. the fundamental things that need changing are changing they still have creativity issues they still need to score more goals but if you can build on a proper defensive base as they are that can take you a fair way and like you've got to remember progress for town this season would be a nice comfortable mid-table drama free season where nobody's looking over their shoulders come the back end so the fact that we've got this start to build on already is enough it's
0: enough. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one going into that Birmingham game, Mel, because on paper it, it looks almost quite similar to the Nottingham Forest game that we lost here at home, uh, two 0 They've Birmingham haven't won in their last five, and they haven't scored in their last five. And a lot of people will be expecting a repeat performance from Town to, you know, to almost win just by turning up, and that doesn't happen in the Championship, as Dave says. So. What the town have to do between now and Wednesday night to ensure that we get a positive result against Birmingham, we build up the type of momentum we need going into a, a hard game against
1: Bournemouth away next week. Yeah, I think <clears throat> got it. For one thing, we've got to keep it tight at the back. I mean, no giveaway goals at all. We can't afford that at all because as, as Dave rightly pointed out, we don't score masses of goals. So we've got to keep that, that steady tight ship. But there's been enough encouragement today, certainly in counter-attacking, where people have been able to find space and find opportunities, uh, and and people have been making good runs where we can get after Birmingham City, and we need to create that little bit of um, attacking uh, intent and incisiveness. Keep keep the cohesion. We need to keep that going because we started really well today against. Um, uh, Whole City, and we then took our foot off the gas when we got one goal up in front. Somehow, we didn't manage to keep it going. And I think we're going to find it hard against Birmingham. If we do get in front, I think we need to try and keep our foot on the gas. But ultimately, we've got to keep it tight at the back. No no silly mistakes and give away goals at the back. And we should be able to put our position, ourselves in a position to get another three points, which would be fantastic.
0: Mel, I'm going to put my last question to you as well um, and lean on your experience once again, because I thought the atmosphere that was at the ground today, well over 17,000, which is a a brilliant number, the Worthington Walkers that had walked 22 miles in in memory of Frank Worthington as well, setting it off, uh, doing their lap of honour before the game, um, was a a lovely touch and and sort of feeds into the values and and everything that this club stands for. That identity that Huddersfield are starting to to regain and find this season, and and having that in you know shown within the ground, is that something we need to try and keep going at the John Smith's Stadium, and that's starting on on Wednesday night against Birmingham.
1: Yeah, I mean without a doubt, I think it it comes from the performances on the pitch. The fans feed off that, don't they? You know, everybody. It is it has been a good atmosphere today. Yeah, because people are liking much more of what they're seeing from this team. They're liking the performances that they're putting in. They're liking individuals and the way that they're going about it. But it's all coming together nicely, actually, for this this point in the season, a quarter quarter of the way in. Uh, and the, you know, the 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 Blackburn match, for instance, was terrific entertainment, absolutely terrific. So if we can if we can keep those the, that level of entertainment going, people will come along and they will support because they're enjoying themselves that's what's been missing at times over the last two or three seasons um people haven't enjoyed it the football hasn't been that watchable particularly at times but now they've got we've got individuals in there to excite and we've got a team who seem to have that Huddersfield mentality where everyone is battling for each other and it's working Uh, certainly for large parts of games at the moment. And if we can keep that going, people will buy into it. There's no doubt about that, Raj.
0: Well, if you want to buy into it and you're enjoying it, then there's there's still tickets available for for Wednesday night here against Birmingham City. Um, And I think Mel wrapped that up quite nicely. So, Dave, thank you very much for your time. Um, We'll see you again shortly. And and, uh, Mel, thank you as well for your time and, and, and input as well. Uh, Thank you to Sports Broker for for sponsoring the show as ever and uh, we'll speak to you before the Birmingham City game.